The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Richmond police are still searching for leads in a number of missing persons cases. As Patrick Larson reports, they're looking for help from residents. Tony Jacobs hasn't seen her daughter, Quiche, since 2016. The five-year anniversary of her disappearance was this weekend. And I don't care how small this information could be, anything, anything. I know somebody's seen something. I know somebody knows something. Richmond Police Detective Clarence Key says officers have done all they can with the information they have, so any detail could generate that next lead. It's a three-way uh, collaborative effort, you know, with us as the Richmond Police Department, the community, and the family members. RPD also highlighted the disappearances of Benjamin Lott in 2008 and Robert Long in 2011 in a press conference Monday. They asked community members to share missing persons posters on social media. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Anyone with information on missing persons can call Crime Stoppers at 804-780-1000. The opening of a museum marks the beginning of a community's journey to repair the broken perspective of black history in the Appalachian region of Virginia. VPM News intern Adia Ghostin reports on the Christiansburg Institute Museum. The 14-building campus of the Christiansburg Institute operated for a century, hosting hundreds of students. The Edgar A. Long Building, which is currently boarded up and empty, is the only proof the premier school for African Americans existed in Christiansburg. The museum's executive director, Chris Sanchez, says that history was essentially erased. A museum can be a storyteller, facilitator to get people to see uh, a broader, more honest story that's a part of our shared narrative here in Southwest Virginia. A few weeks ago, a small museum dedicated to the school opened. The goal is to renovate the Edgar A. Long Building into a permanent museum and educational space for the community. We're wanting to redirect that power back to the community of uh, those who are most directly affected by the history, who live the history, in power to tell that story. Sanchez says it was a community effort to build a museum. Every artifact, the physical space, and the display cases were donated. Adia Ghostin, VPM News. Two more polling locations are opening today in the city of Richmond. Voters can cast their ballots early at the Hickory Hill Community Center and City Hall, Monday through Friday from 8 in the morning to 5 at night. Those locations will also be open on select weekends in October. Richmonders can also go to the registrar's office to vote before Election Day. Early voting started on September 17th and goes until October 30th. Virginia is adding another daily Amtrak train from Richmond to D.C., Governor Ralph Northam saw the new train off at 5.35 a.m. yesterday. It will arrive in Washington even before the workday starts. Riders will get to Union Station at 8.30 a.m. It's the first of six additional trains that will be added over the next decade. Eventually, a train will run nearly every hour between the two capital cities. It's part of Virginia's nearly $4 billion initiative to improve passenger rail service. 
The program will build a new bridge over the Potomac River, separate freight and passenger tracks, and improve service. The new train is expected to attract 12,000 new riders this year. The continuing pandemic has made it difficult to find things that were once in abundance, like rental cars. Ian Stewart learned this firsthand. It was a typical Monday morning, as in what could go wrong, for the most part, did. After taking both my kids to school because of the bus driver shortage, I took our car into the dealer for the ugly sound the gears were making. There, I learned the shop's mechanics are backed up until late October, but I could leave the car, our only car, on the slim chance they'd be able to take a look. So I left it and went to grab a rental car. Rental car companies are really dealing with a shortage, high demand, and a shortage of vehicles. That's Morgan Dean, a specialist with AAA. He says rental companies sold most of their inventory as a way to stay afloat during the pandemic. And now because of a computer chip shortage, companies are having a hard time restocking. After a number of tries online to rent a car, I was starting to worry. Finally, I landed a mid-size, run-of-the-mill sedan. Compacts were sold out. Dean says, beware. People should start booking immediately for their holiday travel. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go take my kids to soccer practice in my rental car. Guys all ready? Ian Stewart, VPM News. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, September 27th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.